Hello and welcome to the Never Heard of It podcast. I'm Craig Moorhead and I'm joined today, as always, by... Sean Harwell. And this is the podcast where we talk about the movies that have fallen through our cracks. That's right, Sean. Now, you might know us from the internet if you've gone Mm -hmm. on Facebook or you have logged into Twitter. Perhaps you've Instagrammed. Perhaps. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you you could even iTunes... You okay. might know us from there. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are all places you can find us. Find us at uh, Never Heard... Oh, shit. I'm going to forget again. <laughs> Neverheardpodcast.com. Yes. You can find us at Neverheardpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Twitter at Neverpodcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, look for us, please. Uh, find us on iTunes. Subscribe. Review. Uh, suggest things on our Facebook page. Um, let's talk. Yeah, I think um, we could use some suggestions. You know, we got a few more ideas for the immediate episodes in mind. We're going to have some more guests on again. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, throw us, throw us some suggestions. And if you have not yet listened to our last episode, we talked with Nick Clement from Podcasting Them Softly and a writer for Variety, among other places, about the Tony Scott movie Revenge and... Uh, Man, he is. Uh, you talk about people making suggestions. He's like <laughs> the world yeah. leader. Um, he was making suggestions after we finished that recording too. But uh, I really highly recommend listening to that. You know, if you if you've had any uh, interest in Tony Scott whatsoever, this guy's an encyclopedia um, about the man and actually worked with the man uh, in his early early youth. So um, it's a good listen. So check that one out. It surely is. Now. Today, Sean, mm. we've got quite a treat. Now, this is, I kind of feel bad because I feel like we're straying a little bit from our, our main theme of never heard of it. I don't care. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, we, we, <laughs> we, we mentioned this uh, uh, a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I believe in a mini episode uh, where we were talking about, actually, God, I don't know what we were talking about, Sean. I'll tell you exactly what we were talking about, Craig. Out. What were we talking about? We were talking about how damn successful Boo a Medea Halloween was at the box office and how yes. wrong we were at predicting it wouldn't even make the top five, I believe. <laughs> That's the week what that it was. It opened. Yes. Yeah. For those who are just joining the podcast, Sean and I, <laughs> at one time in our careers, would spend time trying to predict how the box office would go for the weekend coming up. And we generally did a terrible job. Yeah, generally. I mean, I think even more than generally, just we proved over time that we were terrible at it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes, That's right. It's, it's and, verifiable, and yes. I think. Yeah. Oh, there's, yes, there's evidence uh, mm-hmm. that will live forever. Um, but you're absolutely right. We, uh, we predicted that Boo would just not even make a showing at all, and by God, it was there. It hung on for a while. Mm-hmm. So on that particular podcast, I suggested that we watch it because I watched the trailer shortly thereafter, after right. uh, it did so well, and and I was surprised to find myself laughing. Yeah. Um, as I've seen other Medea trailers that haven't made me laugh quite so much, mm-hmm. but but I was. I was laughing. I said, you know what? Let's watch this. Let's uh, let's open our minds. And that's what we're going to ask you to do today as we talk about Tyler Perry's Boo, A Medea Halloween. 
Now, Sean, I, I feel like I feel like I kind of uh, forced you into this one, not necessarily against your Definitely will. Not against my will, but I will say. But I, yeah. But I, I, I sort of rented it out of the blue, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Man, I'm watching this right now." <laughs> um, so, so I'm, I'm going to go to you as the person who was kind of yeah, brought just 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 shoved into the light of of this movie. Um, how'd you feel about it? Well, I, I am going to tell you, I, I think maybe before I do, maybe we should kind of clearly define our relationship, relationships with Medea, because I had not, I've never seen a Medea movie. And this, Jesus, this is the eighth one, right? Something along those lines, yeah. Yes, eight, eighth in the Medea series here. So Tyler Perry has made eight of these movies, and I think not even, I mean, it's been since like 2003 or something like that. It's, it's a lot of movies in a mm-hmm. short amount of time. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't even know that I watched the trailer for this one, Craig, because I do think my cynical film snob went to film school mind, said, I don't care how much money this made, it looks ridiculous. To me, mm-hmm. the whole conceit of it looks like a sketch and not particularly a mm-hmm. great one not all you might even recall one that's been done in a way before by basketball star of the Charlotte Hornets Larry Johnson in the Grandmama commercials <laughs> for some oh wow sh- that was Nike maybe I'm going back here I know right sure so uh, that's that's not even looking at Mrs. Doubtfire right or Tootsie or any of these kind of classics that sure. we know and love um as nice suburban white kids. Uh, Tyler Perry to me was a bit of a joke, I guess, because of here's this guy that built an industry uh, upon dressing up as an old woman. I I don't know what that means to me. It it just seems silly. And the only thing I've ever seen him in was David Fincher's Gone Girl, (laughs) which... He yes. was fine then. And he was not playing Medea in He was that not one, playing Medea. He was playing a lawyer. Yeah, he was perfectly fine. Okay. I didn't love the yeah. casting choice because I thought it was distracting. You know, I think David Fincher sure. could get anybody he wants probably. And I, clearly he wanted Tyler Perry and that's who he got. He did a fine job. Sure. It, it, to me, it wasn't ever. So, Craig... Yeah, you told me you got this movie on disc. I said, well, we have to we have to podcast about this, right? And so I watched it last mm-hmm. night, and um, we are recording, right? We are absolutely okay, recording. Then I'm going to go on record here and say, Craig, and this is not a joke, I, I laughed from start to finish at this movie. I laughed at, mm-hmm. and they were all intentional jokes. I watched this mm-hmm. on my laptop beside my wife. She did not watch it with me, but she can verify that I was genuinely laughing throughout the entire thing. And uh, yes. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I, I, I'm as, as shocked to say that as anything we've talked about on this podcast before, I think. Absolutely. Um, what did I'm, you think? Am I crazy? No, you're not crazy at all. Uh, okay, I, good. I, I, had, I had maybe somewhat of a lesser experience than you did mm-hmm. but I mean only by degrees now okay. here's the thing so so I you know I, I'd seen trailers of these movies I've probably even seen 
Um, I feel like I've seen parts of one of the movies. Do you recall the, the, which it, one by chance? I, I can't at all. I can't at all. Like it, but <laughs> it would it just, be hard. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it 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 felt sort of like this family comedy, and and I was just kind of, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I I, I didn't. Um, I wasn't bowled over by the humor in it, and and I and and it generally felt like humor that was not terribly well executed. Right. And so and so yeah. So initially, when I see that poster, I'm like, oh man. Like that's going to be terrible. Yeah. So I expected so, this to be. Ter- I completely expected this to be terrible. And and so did I. Like I, I thought mm-hmm. I would be laughing at it and not yes. with it. Yes. And so I watched it. I watched it with and and my, my wife was there to watch it as well, mm-hmm. willingly. Yep. Uh, and yes, I mean I was definitely surprised at how funny it actually was. Yeah. Now, there's plenty of stuff that's also terrible. Mm-hmm. It doesn't interrupt sort of the tone or the feeling of the movie. It's like it feels right. Let me let me use this comparison and see if this maybe strikes a nerve with what you're saying as far as okay. being terrible. To me, like this felt like a late 80s, early 90s comedy. Like House Party or... Um, some of the early Adam Sandler movies where basically my point being like a lot of the supporting cast, if they're not really getting laughs and they're not designed to be funny, like anybody that's playing like a straight character, mm-hmm. all the execution of that stuff is just kind of weak. You know, mm-hmm. it's cliche. Tyler sure. Perry in this movie plays uh, three characters. Yes. He plays Medea, obviously. He plays an old man named Joe. Uh, who I assume has been in all of the, these movies or most of them. Right. And then he plays the father of a teenage girl and like a 10-year-old son named Brian, who I think is an attorney and basically the straight guy, right? Yeah. Even yes. he himself, he's not good as the straight guy. Nope. I don't think. No. All that stuff is eh, whatever. Maybe at the end it gets a little emotional. It's kind of nice to see him become active and like you know the the big moral hammer of this story about parenting in the modern age. Uh, maybe that stuff is a little better performance wise. Yeah. But yeah, like nothing he's really doing comedically as a straight guy is that good. I don't think. No. No, I think compared you're right. to yeah when he's when he's playing these broad characters. I I laughed my ass off at that Joe guy. There were so many yes. things that he said that just killed and a lot of it is it is the delivery. One hundred percent it is the delivery that Tyler Perry is doing in that role. But the same thing with like the teenage daughter. I didn't love her. I mm-hmm. mean like some of those friends, even just the setup and like how that shot with them walking past a frat house down the street. Yes. Uh, and we'll explain the plot in a second. But yes, yes I, I think if if um or say take Hell Caesar, that movie that we watched by Anthony Michael Hall. Like, there's something about like those kind of comedies that um, they just don't sort of strive to be grounded whatsoever, and they feel really dated in a lot of ways. Yeah. This to me has like elements of that that do not, that are just not funny and not good. Right. But the other stuff is like it. It is like Nutty Professor Eddie Murphy 
kind of very much humor. I kept thinking about coming very, to America, and yeah, but yep. yeah. I mean, uh, it clearly has to be an inspiration for him for in sure. doing these things, and that that's the stuff that yeah, it it made me laugh over and over. Well, and and let's let's talk about the plot at least sure. generally, and it's then we'll jump one. into it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so the setup here for uh, maybe, maybe I'll just find the the terrible IMDb summary. Yeah, that'll make things a lot easier. To say. Make them do the work. We already have to do so much. Okay, so no, no. See, okay. IMDb has the worst summaries awful, yeah. in the world, but but I, but th- this is an important part of what I want to talk about about this movie because from watching the trailer, this is what I thought the right. movie was going to be and why I was so excited to watch it. I thought this movie was okay. essentially going to be Evil Dead, but with Medea. Oh wow! And, okay. and man, and I'll, I'll throw this out there right now: if Tyler Perry's listening, do that. I will yeah. be the first in line. <laughs> yes. Um. But yeah, so so and keep in mind this is absolutely not what this movie is, oh but gosh. this is the summary yeah. on IMDb. Medea winds up it's terrible. Medea winds up in the middle of mayhem when she spends a haunted Halloween fending off killers, paranormal poltergeists, ghosts, ghouls and zombies. <laughs> Half of those things are not not even represented in the movie at all, while keeping no. a watchful eye on a group of misbehaving teens. That would have been a fantastic movie. That would have been better for me. I wanted the movie to start off on a close-up of Medea, and Medea was going to be in every scene, and then the credits were going to roll. That's what I wanted. Well, now I got to go watch that trailer now that you mentioned that because yeah, yeah I, I didn't see it. And I, uh, that yeah, looking at that synopsis, it's awful. And because I was going to actually praise what the actual, the real sort of like concept premise part of yeah. this plot is, which is essentially. Um, you know, you uh, Brian Tyler Perry's mm-hmm. straight man father character is a single dad, and his his daughter is seventeen and wants to go to a frat party down the street on Halloween because she and her friends have lied about how old they are to these to these frat guys and got invited. Tyler Perry obviously um, does not want her to even be home alone that night on Halloween night because he's got to go out for something. Mm-hmm. So he calls Medea, which I'm still a little confused about what the familial relationship is. <laughs> Me too. Are you? Totally. Completely. Okay, because I have Joe, no idea. yeah, Joe the is his guy, uncle, Joe. but he's she's never referred to as Aunt Medea. But I, I assume Joe she was must his be. dad. You think? But he's Uncle Joe, isn't he? But who's Shit, uncle? Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. it's Medea's uncle. I have no idea. And maybe that's a part yeah, of the fun. Because I thought, <laughs> yeah, there's like a there's a moment where I thought, uh, okay, Medea and Joe are married, right? But no, uh, I don't no. think it's that. I don't know. I still don't know. Okay, anyway, so he calls Medea. Medea is with her friend um, Bam. Bam, Aunt Bam, <laughs> who I love, played by Cassie Davis. Yes. And she ends up going over to Brian's house with. Um, uh, Aunt Bam and then Hattie played by Patrice Lovely and Joe played by Tyler Perry and so you got all these old folks and basically Tyler Perry saying can you please just be a babysitter for the night Yeah. and what happens is the girl still sneaks out she goes to the frat party things get in trouble blah 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 Medea they figure out that she snuck out they go looking for her and then this girl has already kind of set the stage for this convinces the frat guys to help her scare the crap out of Medea and these old peoples, right? Mm-hmm. 
which to me, like that in itself is actually, that's a pretty funny premise. Like, sure. <laughs> you know, a group of kids, like teenagers playing pranks on like their old relatives, like trying to scare them. Like, I, I'm down with that. Like, you know, the other fake haunted house kind of stuff and flickering of the lights. Like to me, okay, you can build a movie out of that. <laughs> but um, that is also not represented really in the, no. <laughs> in that synopsis. Not so that's, that's just, just terrible. So just terrible. Yeah. Now I, I didn't, I didn't want any of that. And and, mm-hmm. it, and it could have been good, but honestly, my thing is, you know, the the movie opens. I assume it's about fifteen minutes in before the call to Medea happens. I feel like oh, easily, easily, that's, yeah. That's how, and I mean, that fifteen minutes for me was a serious dry spell. Like, there's a lot of overacting. Yeah. Like, I know how to get people laughing immediately. Let's really overact. It's like. <laughs> Oh, the the frat kids are terrible. Well, I mean, the they're frat just kids not are terrible. I, mean, I can't even say they're terrible because the I feel like they're doing exactly reality. what they're being asked to do. Oh yeah, yeah. But but it's it's just it just kind of comes off obnoxious and it's it's not funny. And then and then they go out and see. No, it's these, like, like Disney sitcomy, like those guys. Like imagine like a Disney TV show version of a frat house. Yeah, it's Full House humor. Yeah, like for all that stuff and like. So these, you know, idiots go outside where these, uh, like, hot girls are. And, yeah, like, the girls are like, yeah, that seems Fawning like a great girls. party to go to. I'm like, why? <laughs> like, there's just nothing standing has in the yard represented too. here that would make any girl want to go to that house. No. It would have the opposite effect, for sure. I, that's that's what I think. Like, like, they don't come off at all cool or anything. So, anyway, Medea shows up. And, my God, it's, it's her and Aunt Bam. And they're out. <laughs> Giving out, giving out candy to kids, trick or treating, right. and it's immediately funny. And I'm just like, why yeah. wasn't this the first scene of the movie? Like, why didn't we start Sh- right absolutely. here? <laughs> Bam! I, I like that a little bit. Huh. Bam! Yeah, I saw your ass. Saw saw me do what? Bam! Bam! I saw you drop a little piece of candy up there, take four or five pieces out of that baby bag. What the hell? Shh. Is that what you out here doing, baby? Shh. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Mabel, sometimes you get the munchies after you smoke, honey, and this can be coming in handy. And look, I've been doing this for years. Bam. Boy, you high nice. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh-uh. Mabel, look, don't judge me. I got a prescription. I'm so glad I was so glad when this thing finally came. Hey, I can't wait to show it to the police. Put that away, bam. Sitting here high, taking candy from babies. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Well, you got to teach them something. You got to teach them something, and you got to teach them at some time. Sometimes I don't they like this Halloween stuff. Yeah, re-edit that. Put that in front. And... Uh... Cause yeah, and it's like a that's like a six minute scene or whatever. Which that was that was what amazed me the most about this movie. And I do yeah. wonder if most of them are this way. I read that this is actually only the second Medea movie that's not based on a stage play. Like yeah, right. I, I, that's where I think this character generated was, and that's where Charlie Perry kind of got his his chops. Yeah, um, writing these stage plays and taking them around the country. Those scenes feel like stage play scenes though, because like it is just like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bam and Medea, and then like a small revolving cast of characters who walk by, and just them <laughs> commenting on them. There's the poor like overweight boy who's dressed as a cow that Medea's like. He looks like a like a chocolate milk box or whatever. Yeah. And like all that stuff. It just made me laugh. like. Yeah, I'm with you. Like I was like, Holy, okay. It was like, all it just was like a slow build. I was like, yeah. This scene is going on and on and on, and it's just getting like funnier. Like even they're making jokes about like. Biggie and Tupac in right. 2016. Sure. I still thought some of that was funny. I, I mean, but it's dated. Yeah, it should be stale, 
and somehow yes. it's not. Well, but here's the thing, too, is like the very beginning of that scene opens with a shot of these three jack-o'-lanterns apparently hanging on a wall, which is odd enough yep. to me. But three jack-o'-lanterns. Mm-hmm. One said 420. One said something yep. like Jesus is love. And then yep. the other one was just a marijuana leaf. Yep. Now, none of that is necessarily funny or shocking, <laughs> but I have to say, it's like, not, seeing yeah. that in this movie, I was like, I have no real concept of who Medea is or who these people are. Like, I just assumed she's going to be this uptight lady. Yeah. Who probably goes to church and she's going to say everything's bad that's not about church. Meanwhile, you come to find out she was a stripper. Stripper. Like, yep. you know, both she and her friends all talk about getting high. Like, one, like Aunt all, Bam is uh, super happy to have a prescription marijuana card. <laughs> like, yep. Yeah, so it was it just just from that and, scene uh, immediately, it was it was blowing my mind. I was like, wow, so this is yes. not just going to be the squarest like movie <laughs> I've ever seen. No, I mean, and they. T- uh, I'm glad you brought that up because like I was kind of keeping a running list of like things that I was surprised to learn about Medea. Yeah, and was definitely yes. Okay, she used to be a stripper. She talks about having a ho o one a ho one k instead of a four o one k. Yeah, and I was like, okay, like what's going oh on there? God. And then. Uh, th- this issue that she has a, a lot of warrants out for yeah. her and then like it's not just her too like her couple <laughs> friends like they all like none of them like the police because no. they have this like cloud hanging over them that they're wanted for something which I thought was kind yeah, of yeah they have too. so many warrants and, they won't call the police that's the best that's the best reason yes. not to call the police in a horror totally movie totally the best and oh un- totally God. unexpected it, it works for that for, for older characters yeah. yeah totally unexpected they're um, all degenerate so they okay go ahead well I was gonna say the last thing I would say that it was kind of surprised me about that a, a like um how like sexual and dirty the Joe character was and like mm-hmm. the languages that he used like you know when he walk <laughs> the first thing he says when he walks through the door at Brian's house is what up bitch you know <laughs> which that killed me and then um yeah but uh they also like they talk about going to church and like they know the reverend but they kind of like laugh at like it's yeah. it's like clearly like they're not this like high and mighty like no. holier than thou crowd at all. They like, don't you know, have they any reverence for that. Lot. Yeah, no, like to the point where they're like <laughs> laughing as they put the reverend on speakerphone and like get him to to say a prayer for them because <laughs> they just know that he's gonna go into a sermon and just like watch this. I'll just say hallelujah. He'll make him. He'll love it. Like hallelujah. And so, oh my god, um, it's true. Like that made me laugh. And also, Craig. Did she say hallelujah in this movie? I don't think she did. No, you know what? She didn't say that. The joke here was Halloween. Halloween, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, and actually, I thought that was kind of funny, too, was yeah. because Brian Brian makes fun of you. He's like, yeah, you know, Medea, the lady that's always like, hallelujah or whatever, you know. Yeah. He's like sort of mocking his own creation. Yeah. And then I also thought it was really funny, too, because I wondered about this. Um there's several times where they make reference to the fact that Medea might be a man, you know? <laughs> yes. Um, but I think one of my absolute favorite lines was when Joe, like Medea goes upstairs for something. And I think it was when they were like hearing noises in the attic and, you know, it, it, or yeah, I think so. Maybe she was just going up to check on the daughter. Anyway, she goes upstairs and then Joe just kind of has this like, there's like a beat and he looks at Bam and Hattie and he's like if she don't come back I just want y'all to know that's a dude 
<laughs> and they leave it at that. There's no like comment on that. Yeah. And that, that just killed me. I was like, that's really funny. Like, is is she really a dude? I mean, I kind of hope that that's what they. Yeah. <laughs> but so that that concludes my list of things that I was completely unexpecting Medea to to be like oh, as far as a sure. character. I guess you know. Sure. Uh, well, so and, and, and to tack that. onto that, you know, there's the whole bit where they go to the party to look for the yep. the kids, and yes. everyone assumes that he's a guy dressed up as an old lady. And so there's a lot of boob grabbing, and it all degenerates to the point where Medea just opens her shirt up and says, look at this. These are real. Which, that was really funny. And Yeah. yeah. So... Which I didn't expect, but here, here's the thing, though, Sean, mm-hmm. is here's what I really didn't expect. Here's what I, okay. and, and I don't even think, and I don't think the movie really gets away with this. Because it gets super dark, and it's all played for humor. Mm-hmm. But basically, every old person in this house is a horrible child abuser. Yes. To, to the point. <laughs> Actually, I should have added that to my list of things I did not expect yeah. Medea to have done in her lifetime. Yeah. Go ahead, though. Go ahead. Because you're right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and it starts off like it start. <laughs> here's the thing. It starts off and it's yeah. like, oh, OK, that's not really funny. You're just talking about beating kids and like, well, that's how you got to deal with kids these days. You got to beat kids, you know. Yep. And but but then even that ends up going so far overboard to the point where they're talking about well, one time I had to take him up and throw him off a roof. Like that kind of thing. Oh, yes. So Brian that, says he was on life support at age four because of... <laughs> because of the child abuse and shot. So <laughs> that kills me. Like, that humor is insane. Yes. I can't believe yes. that I'm watching this this movie and that is the humor. Like, that's the level of humor. They're making fun of horrible child abuse and I am laughing. Like, they've Not gone so far past that, what real child yeah. abuse is. Oh, my God. Not real. Yeah. I shouldn't say real, but oh, my God. And no remorse about it. But no. and like, not only is it a source of comedy and pretty funny that they went that dark with it, that's kind of the moral climax of the movie yes. is, is Brian having to choose. Brian basically is, you know, completely emasculated and is a role as a single parent, you know, mm-hmm. and like you find out later on that, that basically the teenage daughter is testing him and disrespects him because she knows that their her mother uh, had an affair and that's kind of what split them up and mm-hmm. he didn't do anything about it and he just just let her walk all over him so it, it it really is brian making the decision of do i do what these old people told me and beat her to the point of being on life support mm-hmm. or do i find some other medium where i you know show authority and get her respect and attention uh, but without doing that and without letting her walk all over me. Yeah. So um, that's also not your, your normal everyday kind of plot point and premise uh, resolution. It's not. In a, com- in a, in a comedy <laughs> aimed at uh, just middle, middle America in, in a lot of ways, you know? Yes. Uh, I was amazed. It tries to deliver this. I, 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 sort of moral at the end, I guess, kind of, but it has, yeah. but it has no, like, how can it possibly do that? Like, how, how can Medea and her, and and the folks her age, so all, so they've been talking Change. the whole time yeah. about you got to beat a kid, <laughs> if you want a kid to respect, <laughs> you just got to beat him into life support, over and over and over, yes. Right. And so at the very other end of the spectrum, 
is <laughs> Brian, who is just letting the daughter walk all over him. And the daughter's mm-hmm. just awful and obnoxious. And totally, I, yeah. I can't even imagine. And, like, it's that's the thing. Like, I can't even imagine anybody. I mean, hey, I don't like confrontation that much, but I can't imagine anybody, like, being like, okay, it's okay if my daughter talks to me that way. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, now, so I have seen you with your kids, and you, you do not take that. I no. mm, mm, mm. they get the chains <laughs> now. Yeah, so so th- so then you, you come to this ending, and, and it's it's supposed to. I don't know. It's it, I guess it's supposed to give you a sort of uplifting feeling where Brian, you know, really, yeah, mm, I'm gonna be a real parent, and I'm gonna you know tell my daughter she can't talk to me that way. And but by that point, it's like I don't know. It's like everyone who's been telling him to do that. Are all these like degenerate people? <laughs> like, yeah, you I, I, I don't, never I don't listen know. to them. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's <laughs> such a it's such a bizarre <laughs> sort of that. Uh, yeah. yeah, what I lesson mean, is being learned here? And and why why is there? There shouldn't be a lesson. The humor is so loose. It killed me that they yes. decided to like tack a stupid lesson at the end. Like I was just like, that's well, the I, worst. I was, uh, I'll say this. Yeah, mm-hmm. it feels unearned and unnecessary in a lot of ways. And, and I, I, mostly you just, you feel the writing of it. Like, you know, it, yeah. it doesn't feel, it doesn't have this kind of like authentic sort of spontaneous thing, this vibe that is going on between these other actors mm-hmm. who are just bickering with each other in these like six minute long scenes. Mm-hmm. I, I will say it recovered a little bit for me mm-hmm. after that with the whole sort of, yeah, there's this kind of like cheeky plot of they're going to, they're going to show these kids and they'd stage this thing where it looks like the the daughter's oh best friend yeah. was murdered by these frat guys. <laughs> and they've got these police that come in and arrest them. And then they come and they arrest the daughter and take her over there because they know that she was there underage and lied to these frat boys. And maybe she knows something about the disappearance of this girl. And, God, I don't even know how to explain that. Like, they arrest all the frat guys and they put them on this prison bus <laughs> and with all these prisoners and you find out that, like... I mean, I loved that conversation between what you think is, like, this female officer and then she just... You find out that this is just another friend of Medea's or whatever and they're yeah. just, like, laughing their asses off about how she's like, I am de- I am so far from being a policeman. I'm like, I'm the one that runs from the policeman or whatever, you know. <laughs> Again, like they've all got warrants, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, this massive fight break, brawl breaks out on the bus. I'm still confused if all of those people on the bus were actors or just friends, rather, um, pretending to be prisoners or not. I can't, I, I don't know. But then you get the bit that like Brian tells them, no, actually, those those are real cops. Like I'm an attorney. I called in favors and like the cops are still like, we found marijuana, you know, we, you got some stuff inside your frat house, you got some explaining to it, and just, yeah. you know, and then Medea's like, those are real cops? You're saying, you're, like, you're saying those are real? You know, and just, it, the movie ends with everybody running away from the police, which that I liked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, th- th- that's just like, okay, that's the end of this movie? Like, that to me, again, is just like, that's somehow fitting. And then you get the awful in, in credits music, which was so bad. Oh, like, so, like, yeah. And, and even the cut scenes that, that weren't yeah, weren't so hot, but but yeah, I, yeah. I, I did like the fact that they they brought back the, the horrible, the sort of the horrible child abuse had a nice yep. punchline because because honestly, going to that extreme, like that's the thing. I, I feel like you mentioned Adam Sandler earlier, and I feel like if it was an Adam Sandler movie, there would be the one character who'd be standing there saying, 
guys, I don't, I don't know if this is okay to do to kids, you know, but yeah. like, but nobody's Davis doing Spade. that. Like yeah. in this movie, it, like nope. ah, they're finally nope. getting their comeuppance. They think their, <laughs> their friend is dead and now they think they're all going to prison for her murder. Oh, yeah. what a lovely lesson we've taught them. I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> so, yeah, so it's, it's a seriously effed up movie in a lot of ways. Um, and I yeah. still wish, I honestly, do I, not, uh, yeah, yeah. do not go for the plot. Come for the, oh, for man, the jokes no. and the, Almost and the performance. Almost none yeah. of that makes sense. And you know what's interesting, too? No. Uh, I wanted to bring this up. They're in a frat house. Okay. They're in a frat house at yes, this raging like party. <laughs> and when the yeah. frat brothers find out that they're that these girls are 17, <laughs> they're they're so indignant. It's, it's like the most beautiful moment. And I can't even tell if it was being played as a spoof. I, like, I assumed it was, but then there was no real payoff for it. But, like, the frat brothers like... Well, you you know you can't come in here. You're 17. I, that, that's just not right. You know, it's just like no, no, no one. Yeah, no one in the real world no, would I, care if they're 17. I wrote it down. Like, yeah, the one guy was like, "You're 17." She says, "Yes." He says, "Years old." Yes, in human years. Yes, and I was like, <laughs> because that honestly, like that had been lingering over the whole thing, and like this is that's definitely halfway through the movie, isn't it? Oh, like yeah. when that when they find out. Yeah. So yeah, I was wondering the whole time. I was like. There was part of me, it was not clear to me that the frat guys did not know that they were not 17. No. Because all they did in the beginning was ask them where they go to school, and they said one of the girls' schools. And I was like, well, maybe uh, if, is that the name of the high school? I don't know. Like, it could be, you know, could be an all-girls high school. Like, it wasn't clear it to was me. It was not clear. Was, and there's a lot yeah, that's I mean, not clear. In this movie, yeah, like there is, this is but definitely I, uh, an interesting movie to watch in terms in terms of that specifically. Mm -hmm. Like, there's going into a lot of scenes. I mean, just like you're saying, yeah. like the familial relationships here. I, I still have no clue. I know, yeah, are. like some of that just bare bones stuff. And maybe, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of those relationships are explained in the previous movies, probably as far as like Medea to Brian to Joe to Bam and Hattie and whatever. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean that that stuff about the frat guys, it definitely <laughs> they were really really worried about the fact that they let 17-year-old girls in cuz they get kicked yeah. out of school and stuff like that. I also I will say um I liked uh the guy that was horse. Right. <laughs> the white dude with the long hair, like he made me laugh a couple times I think when Medea was not on screen. I did love when like uh he scared Joe when he's in the clown mask and they did the thing where it's like there was a like a series of shots where Joe's like looking for him yeah he's like behind him and then there's just that shot where like horse in the clown mask is like two inches away from Joe's yeah. face um, I, I thought that was a nicely actually planned out little sequence there completely unbelievable but you know totally unbelievable um, and and sure and like there is is one of my biggest bones to pick and, and I don't even care I'm mm -hmm. not gonna I'm not gonna let Medea, Medea movie it. off the hook just because it's a Medea movie it's like first yeah, of all the clown which which could be scary in like every time the clown shows up, basically the clown stands there, and then someone yeah. like wallops the clown. Like yes. it, it happens three or four times. Like that's all that happens. Yeah. Oh, there's a clown there, and then they just destroy him. And the clown never does anything to anybody. But here's the thing, Sean. Here's here's where it really broke off. Uh, broke off. Here's what really broke down for me. And I'm sure Tyler is probably very embarrassed by this plot hole. I, I'm sure he is. Yes. Is that uh. So the frat brothers decide they're gonna 
play pranks on Medea and Co. And and yeah, mm-hmm. and pretend to haunt the house. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know the scene I'm going to talk about? Because this um, th- this drove me nuts because it went on for a long the, time. The fog. Yes. Aunt, Aunt, okay. Aunt, Aunt Bam goes into the bathroom because I think the sink is running and she tries to turn it off. Yeah, yep. and, and granted, parts of this are still funny because it's still Aunt Bam and I find her hilarious. But yes. the sink is on. She tries to turn it off several times. It just keeps turning on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe you could do that without anyone knowing you came into the house and messed with the plumbing. No, there's no way. There's These no way. idiots would not know how to do that. Yeah, they're, they're, they they can barely like spell their own names. <laughs> right. They're not figuring out plumbing in an, in a night. Yeah, right. But here's the part that definitely could never happen, ever yep. in a thousand years, is that then they, they, they turn on the water so that steam steams up the the mirror. And I know this isn't a movie, and I can't think of what the movie is. But then something writes you know get your fat ass out of the house or something in the steam yes on the mirror but there's no one there and i'm just like and it goes like it's a letter by letter reveal oh yeah, too. yeah, yeah. like it's a they're taking their time because i was like what, i mean that was what was funny it was like it took the time to get to fat ass out of right the, like that made me laugh but yeah and, well was, and just the fact that aunt bam stands there for the whole thing Yes. Like, like it, it's not it's bad like enough that a ghost unveiling. is writing on your mirror. Yeah. You want to know what it says. <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, like, like never in a, in a million years, like it just seems like, and, and then, no, and then that's why that. I finally decided that this script was written in a week. There's, there's no reason why this wasn't written a week. And then all the Medea scenes are just like, and then Medea and those guys like talk. Yeah, because because yeah. that's what it feels like, and I mean, whenever they're riffing, it's really funny. And, well, I, and Craig, I just wish they could build something around that. What's that? Are you ready for a bombshell? Oh man, hit me! I don't know how long he, it took him to write this movie. Sure. They filmed this entire movie in six days. That does not surprise me at all. <laughs> Right? Yeah. I will post a link to this. Um, Patrice Lovely, who plays uh, Hattie, mm-hmm. tweeted it herself or put it on Facebook. And that's a wrap. Once again, Tyler has broken another record. Shot a whole movie in six days. Um, the, I, I can't even wrap my head around how you do that and have one actor play three roles and get them in and out of makeup. I mean, granted, oh, yeah. there's not a ton of makeup involved in Medea. I think it's literally a wig and right. some lipstick. But it's it's, and, it's not but like a bad Joe wig, though. Looks different. Like no, you know what I mean? Well, and like, you know, Brian when he, when Tyler Perry, Perry's playing Brian, he has a beard, and he clearly doesn't when he's Medea. So I don't know what they did there. Yeah, completely. But just that kind of stuff mm-hmm. takes time. And you got to shoot it. Th- you got to shoot some of those scenes, or at least some of those shots, a couple different times, um, because you're using the same person in them. Sure. And, you know, there's a few few wide shots where you do see all three of Tyler Perry's character in the same shot. Right. But um, yeah, I read that and my head exploded. I I don't even know how he did that, and he did it for twenty million bucks, and it made seventy something at the box office. Oh, yeah. So. It's crazy. Yeah, and he controls all of that stuff. It's nuts. I mean, he's doing... I read something else, like he's shooting sitcoms. He'll do an episode... He'll shoot an episode in a day, I mean, mm-hmm. at his studio in Atlanta. So, yeah, I think some of that stuff shines through. 
when you're talking about quality and also like that I think explains why you do get these like seven minute scenes of just Medea and Bam like you know yeah. chatting and riffing and, and bickering at, at one another and uh, maybe you know if he did spend a week with the script maybe next time Take take three weeks. Just see what happens. Just see. Well, that's the if thing. That's what's so crazy. Like, I, I guess, yeah, they shot it in six yeah. days. But this why week, I know it's like he doesn't need to. Like no. he can surely take his time. It, um, it would seem so. So I don't know. It's interesting to me. That, but it's uh, like the the movie's an hour and forty five minutes long. I don't think there's much on the cutting room floor. I can't imagine. I can't imagine there the is at, at all. Yeah. But the other thing that kind of blows my mind is, and I know this has to be like Lion Lionsgate's purchase price, I guess. Yeah. But there's no way this movie cost $20 million. Not to make. I mean, I'm assuming that probably includes prints and advertising or close to it. But even that, because yeah, I'm guessing yeah. this movie well, I mean, is not more than one $2 million. You could do it for that, for sure. Because it's, yeah. it's totally shot yeah, on well, his, on his it's studio a lot. Zone, like, like, it's, yeah. There's, what, th- four locations, maybe? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. There's the frat house, the Brian's house. Uh, the outside of wherever that was that Medea and Bam were, and uh, the Brian's church. House. Yeah, there, there's not a lot there. Like it's it's super cheap, and and honestly, I feel like that's three locations too many, because because really, like I, I honestly, yeah. honestly for me, just for me, like this movie could have just been, hey, could you come over and watch my ten year old son tonight? Sure, ten mm-hmm. year old son goes to bed. These four get high, and stuff gets scary. That would have been the yeah, movie for me. Scary. That's all I would have needed. Yeah, wouldn't don't need any anything else. Yeah, just, that would have been. Or even just if there were like if you had done the frat, like if for some reason the frat guys wanted to scare them and like yeah they were stuck in that house sure. uh, and all that because that just to me is still kind of like funny to think about like a yeah a group of yeah. kids or a, like a bunch of frat idiots. <laughs> <laughs> trying to scare that particular group of old people. Yeah. Um, one other mu- kind of mind-blowing fact to me that I learned today via Wikipedia. Uh, apparently, Chris Rock, in the movie that he made, Top 5, which I still have not seen and mm-hmm. really, really want to. I think he wrote and directed and starred in that, 2014. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. A, I think made a joke about a Medea Halloween movie. And it says it says right here in the in the Wikipedia that the, the idea for this film originated from that mention in the movie. Oh, man. Um, so now I feel like all the more reason for me to go watch that movie. I really <laughs> want to check it out. Um, it got bad, terrible reviews. Mm-hmm. This one it won it a bunch of Razzies. Nomin- I know it got nominated. Did it win? Uh, no, I think I think it did just get nominated. Hmm. Okay. It's too bad. I know Batman, Superman won a couple. I don't know. I, pay attention to that but yeah uh so i don't know i mean i I do kind of wonder if my reaction to the humor was was certainly heightened because of i'd never seen one of these before and expected very little right but you know i I don't know when or if i'll get around to watching it again but i i feel like some of those jokes would hold up and to think that this is the eighth sequel i mean i'm sure like if you're a critic and you've had to review five of these movies, it's going to feel long in the tooth. Sure. When you get to, to a Medea Halloween. Like, and that was, again, like part of my initial reaction to it was just like, are you kidding? Like, okay, like he's just like, uh, which holiday have we not? Oh, yeah, Halloween. We haven't done a Halloween movie. Let's do a <laughs> Halloween movie, you know? Um, 
So I, you know, I'm sure some of that is playing into the to my feeling like it surprised me in a good way. But again, I think if you haven't seen one of these movies, mm-hmm. maybe this is a good place to start. I don't know if if anybody has seen any of the other ones. I would love to know um, kind of what their impression is of those, or even where, like, where would be a good place to go yeah. <laughs> after Boo and Medea because like I don't know I mean I'm still like on the fence like do I really want to see a Medea Christmas like <laughs> well you know and I guess Medea, that's, that's you know, really the thing know. for me is like is there a movie that's really about Medea that it's Medea's movie yeah. like because mm-hmm. I, I don't care about anyone else in the family except yeah. except for the funny ones like that that's if, as long ones, as it's yeah. them doing it it's not like Oh God! Oh uh, yeah! I mean, yeah. Uh, really, that that was the worst thing. Like the, the longer this movie went on, every time you cut away from them, it it just felt worse. Oh yeah, it really kind it of felt worse. But fortunately, they don't do that a ton. They don't. You know, I mean, it really like I think he, you know he's smart enough to understand that your bread is buttered in Medea and Bam mostly, and then Joe. Oh yeah. Yeah, I know. I know there's one called a Medea family reunion, so I don't know if that is uh you know in my head i feel like i can just see like that nutty professor uh table like scene you know sure. like there's i'm sure there's some like big family meal that happens that all these you know they just end up bickering or whatever right. and jokes just fly and it's probably like a 25 minute scene you know <laughs> but maybe not oh. um what else should we say about this movie um any other like just good solid jokes that made you laugh uh, that we haven't mentioned? Well, the the one that that st- stood out to me for whatever reason it's it's the one that's really stuck in my mind is when uh, it is Uncle Joe, and and I don't and I don't even remember what it was in relation to, but they're they're just sitting in the living room, and I mean the the dialogue going back and forth is great. Yeah, and Uncle Joe says something about Medea, something about that he thinks Medea did that's that's just wrong. Who the hell is that? Mabel. That's the pastor's daughter. Damn, you don't know that hell even I know that and I don't even go to church. You don't know that pastor's daughter? Damn. Santa? Devil. And that killed me. <laughs> like like the timing yeah, of that was beautiful. I was going to say uh, one of my favorite ones for sure was when it's, it's the same scene. I mean, literally, there's so many moments of just them sitting in that damn living yeah. room, just riffy. But the, for some reason, they end up talking about prostate cancer. <laughs> and like, <laughs> he's convinced that women have prostates. And, like, you know, it just, at one moment, he goes, Maybe you know damn well you got a prostate. <laughs> the way he did it was so ridiculous, but it, it really made me laugh. Like, it was, I just did not expect that. And then, um, I will say, like, there's a yeah, there's a lot of Medea hitting people. Like, there's oh, yeah. four or five just like punch jokes mm-hmm. in this movie. Um, my guess is like that's a thing, you know, probably. that happens in every one of these. Probably, I did like the one in the frat house with that horse guy where he just walks up and is like, "Hey, babe, can I get some milk?" Because like that's the yeah. whole gag in the frat house is that they think she's it's a costume party. Right. They think this this somebody showed up with these big fake boobs. <laughs> And so, like, he reaches for one of them, and she just decks him right back. And, like, I will say, like, yeah, it's overused, that gag, I'm sure, Sure. especially if they've been doing it for eight films. But he knows how to make them work. Like, they're cut well, and the sound effect works. Like, Mm -hmm. it it feels like, oh, he just punched the shit out of this guy. Oh, yeah. Um, 
So that made me laugh. And then um, I liked her running into the church. I thought that was kind of funny too. Like when she thought there were zombies chasing them. And then I also like the stupidest thing that I thought was funny was when they go to the frat house and, you know, they're like, let's go. I'm going in there and I'm in Tiffany. I'm going to bust her ass. I'm going to get these damn children back. You know, all that stuff. And they get over there and the three women, Medea gets out, Hattie gets out. And then Aunt Bam gets out, and for whatever reason, she's just got like a little red mask on above her face, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's so stupid. And then she's like, "What are you doing with that mask on?" She's like, "I'm Peter Pan," and like Peter Pan doesn't look like that at all yeah. either. So it's just like this joke makes well, no sense. Well, and and, so and, and then it became yeah. a joke about peed her pants because yes. like in the I'm, scene which I'm before, I'm sure is the only reason they did that. Yeah, they were yeah. saying like when you're scared, like she pees a little. Yes. Oh my god! That, it, well, but that, that reminds me too, of. Yeah. The cops come to the door, and Aunt Bam mm-hmm. answers it. Partially because oh, she at Brian's can't. House? What's that? At Brian's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yes, okay, I remember now. Yeah. Partially because she can't wait for the day when a <laughs> cop tries to arrest her for possessing marijuana, and she pulls out her card. Right. And it's like, but but like the interplay between between those two is so good. Where she's like, she, I yeah. mean, she's she's afraid of the cop. She tries to pretend like. That 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 she doesn't speak English, pretends like she like she's you know a, a Spanish a native Spanish speaker, and he starts speaking Spanish, and then I can't remember what she says uh-huh. after that, but it's basically to say, oh no, she's Chinese, and he starts speaking Chinese. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, they go through that. Oh. Yeah, there's like four of those that they did. Yeah, <laughs> and then like she just ends up, she's like, damn, you're really good. Like you, yeah. she was just impressed with him, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, Man, and and it, you know. But this is the thing, man. There, there's so many really real good laughs in this, mm-hmm. and 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 humor that's so unexpected, and it just makes me wonder, like, like does he not, does he not want to try? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That that it it makes me wonder because clearly he's got tons of money, and he's got tons of talent, but like it's it's not all the way through this movie. It's, I, I guess no, I guess I don't I, I understand think, um, the business model. Like if he's making it in yeah, six days, exactly. I don't understand. Well, okay. Well, here's uh, <laughs> another glimpse into the life. Okay, so yeah. on IMDb, he has listed 43 credits as director. Yeah. Um, I think you got the eight Medea movies. He's done a lot of TV. There's two close, and I think he's like these are again. They're he's got his own studio in Atlanta now. He's shooting all like he did ten of the episodes of something called Too Close to Home. He did forty eight episodes of the Haves and the Have Nots. Mm-hmm. So he's doing a lot of TV, mm-hmm. which, I mean, at this rate, like he did fifty nine episodes of For Better or Worse directed between two thousand thirteen and two thousand fourteen. Right. That's not going to leave you... I mean, even if you're doing an episode a day like he claims to or whatever, like that's not leaving you a lot of time. Is he directing everything? Stuff. Or is he just producing he's, it? He's, they are listed as director credits. Holy... And writer. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So, and again, like, it says director credit, and then that that's just the list of titles, but then beneath that for the yeah, other TV stuff, like there's a ton of episodes within that, and it's not even going into that total number. Yeah. So I I don't know. I mean I'm kind of with you. Like, what would a big studio Tyler Perry comedy look like that went through six months of writing, three months of pre-production, and then three months of shooting? Like. Yeah. Um, yeah, when does he do that to just kind of test himself? I mean, I don't know. Like, I was looking at these quotes and like, 
it, it seems like control is a very big thing for him. Mm-hmm. You know, it, like he wants to be in control of all this stuff. Sure. And so he figured out this model that worked and he's run with it and it continuously works. Yeah. Um, I still can't help but feel like there might be a timestamp on that, you know? Maybe. Like at a certain point, you might have to put Medea to rest for a while. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I would love to see now. I would not have said this before watching this movie, but yeah, like, write, write that comedy that, that's, you know, striving for something a little bit bigger than five locations. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. You know, or, or just something a little more universal, I guess, um, or bigger in scope. He did a drama feature called, uh, where is it? Oh, wait a second. Temptation? There's a, yes. Yeah. I just, I'm also seeing now there's a movie called Aunt Bam's Place, which I might have to watch that one. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, Temptations, which, what I've heard just does not sound good. Um, it's sort of like, I think a very heavily kind of, pro-marriage which you know I'm not knocking the idea of pro-marriage I'm married I'm, I'm sure. all for it but um, you know I, I think it's one of these like uh, are you going to cheat or are you not going to cheat like do right. the right thing kind of is a sort of uh, like luxury moral, and... moral dramas yeah, yeah. which d- that just doesn't sound that great to me especially yeah. knowing now that he has these great comedic chops like yeah. I don't see where that's coming to play so anyway yeah It'll be curious to see where this guy goes with all this stuff. Um, yeah. And if he goes anywhere with it, he may just stay in the comfort of his little studio and keep doing this way longer than you and I will ever be. Sure. I mean, more <laughs> power to him, man. I mean, and, yeah, absolutely. I get it. Yeah, I absolutely get it. Um, so, uh, but yeah, this was a pretty eye opening experience in a lot of ways. It was interesting to learn some more about the man, the myth, the Medea. <laughs> Yes, it is. I feel like uh, I feel a little smarter and a little uh-huh. better a little than better. I was before we watched that movie. Oh, well, thank you for suggesting it. If you want to watch Boo, a Medea Halloween, um, it's out there all over the place right now. It's on disc and it's it's um, I don't know that it's on any of the free you know, pay subscription streaming sites just yet, but um iTunes, Amazon, all those places should have mm-hmm. it. So you can find it and watch it. Please do. And then you and can do bad all by yourself. Well, I, I can tell you what's immediately next on the Tyler Perry Medea pipeline. And uh, I, I think even you brought this up in one of our many episodes, like after the success of Medea uh, uh, Halloween, I think Lionsgate gave him like the keys to at least two more of these things. Um, I don't know. I'm assuming they're just doing kind of the financing and then the major distribution. So on IMDb, it is listed uh, as possibly coming out this year, 2017. And it says it's untitled title letter Perry project, mm-hmm. right? But Craig, there's a poster. <laughs> I'm looking at it poster, right now. Tyler Perry's Medea gets pregnant. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> if that, Again, like you see these posters and you're like, this can't be real. Right. Like this, there's there's no way he can make a movie about a. How the hell would Medea even get pregnant? B. Uh, what would you do with that? Oh, and I'm, maybe this is a joke because it looks like <clears> at the <throat> bottom it says rated R. So well, you know what though? I, I, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's not the the actual movie. 
But my favorite part is when you you see that poster, <laughs> and right beside it it says "plot undisclosed." Right. Yeah. And that's really the best part of any Medea movie is like if you heard the title, you don't need to hear the plot. Like pretty much know no, Medea really goes to jail. Medea's Christmas. And in fact, yeah. Um, again, like I, I didn't, it doesn't really. The plot was like really inconsequential to me. Like, you know, oh yeah. After a while. Oh, it better um, be that Medea gets pregnant. If if there's actually a movie oh, called Medea really gets so, pregnant, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely gonna rent that. We will. Yeah, we'll be doing that episode too. <laughs> so keep your eyes peeled for that, and uh, maybe that's what Tyler Perry is gonna deliver. Oh, um, that was next. That was good. Thank you.